Here we go. Hey. Welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new year. Happy New Year, Sable. Happy New Year. Can we say that? It's like January 7th. It's our show. We can say whatever that's the fuck true. we want. Sorry there was no episode last week. That was on me. I'm um, not apologizing. I don't Jan- know. You people shit. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> Please. It's the energy I'm taking into it. <laughs> Clearly. Gen 1 is a big day because I work at a gym <laughs> for now. So I, I at a gym. It, it was just, uh, you know, not... Uh, Do you just tell people I work at the gym? <laughs> Shed. <laughs> it's just like every time I'm like, yeah, I work at Equinox. They're like, so are you a personal trainer? And I'm like, do I look like yeah. a personal trainer? No, I'm a creative. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm happy to be here. <clears throat> yes, very happy to be a weekend to a new year. Yeah, it's great. How has your 2022 been? So Pretty can sure. I get the year right? No. Every time I said, every time I tried to say 2022 <clears throat> in December on the show, I, I either said 2023 or 2002. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> God. Here we are in 2002. <laughs> Here we are. Welcome to the new millennium. Did you do anything fun for New Year's? It was really chill. I went like vintage furniture shopping. Cool. And had five beers. And then... <laughs> Counted them. <laughs> yes. Went to my favorite brewery, Talea. And there's one here, but there's also one in Cobble Hill or something. Mm-hmm. And then we just went to a really chill apartment party that night. Oh, and, cool. Like, I love by, an like, apartment party. Same. I do not want to be out with the girls. Yeah. Please. After bartending for eight years, oh you gosh, cannot yeah. catch me in a bar on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I would rather die. That's so funny. I did like the opposite of you. I went out on New Year's Eve. I know. We like switched roles. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. I love that. It was like, I just went out dancing with friends. Cute. Yeah. It was like a good night because it was like not that cold. Yeah. So we like, you could be outside in like a slutty outfit and be sure. like, it's fine. Oh, it was like fully 50 degrees yeah, on was. New Year's Eve. Yeah. It was crazy. It was really fun. I made a really cute brunch in the morning though. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was great. Love to cook. What did I do? I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how many people are eating? <laughs> <laughs> Two. Yeah. <laughs> We're very hungry. Yeah. yeah New Year's Day brunch. Is it a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to make brunch. It was really That's under fine. my skin. So I was like, yeah. I must go to Whole Foods. Mm. I have to do this. Yeah. What did I do New Year's Day? I normally do like a, it's like a big family day. Cause mm. like my Korean side, they're oh, like, sure. we do a big dinner. We have the soup. There's like a special <gasps> oh, soup yeah, that you, you have that. on yeah, New Year's yeah. Day. It's soup the, culture. Su- I know. It's like my time to shine. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's the fucking soup holiday. The super bowl of soup. <laughs> 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 but it's the rice cake soup. But I made it myself at home. <laughs> it looked really good. Yeah, it's so Did good. you post it or am I just talking shit? I post soup all the time. That's so. true. That's true. Am I ever not having soup? Who knows? Who can Fair. tell? At this point, no. Just yeah. just assume I'm having soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gotten, gotten to the point now where people just assume I want soup, which is exactly what I wanted to happen, where they're like, where do you want to go for dinner? And I'm like, they're like, do you want to get soup? And I was like, you said the magic word. <laughs> <laughs> you know me well. It's my love language. Oh, I just found this soup that I'm going to make next week. Ooh. Uh, it's an Allison Roman recipe, and I'm not sure I can say that out loud because I never know if she's canceled. <laughs> I um, think she's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's a spicy tomato soup with Ooh. fennel and lentils. Yo, fennel does not get enough shine. Period. Fennel and leek? Mm-hmm. Leek pops off. Yeah. I one time asked somebody on a date what their favorite soup was, and they said leek soup, and Ooh. I was like, you are on another level. Mm-hmm. For he sure. was European, so I was like, you would say a weird root vegetable, but right. like, <laughs> but I was like, damn, there's so many soups I haven't like fucked with yet. Yeah. Yeah. Fennel. I love fennel. This actually is a soup podcast. This is a soup podcast. <laughs> Wait. Soup you later. Soup you later. <laughs> Has anyone done a soup podcast? Probably. I mean, yes, there are a mm-hmm. billion cooking shows. 
No, but like specifically a soup podcast. Probably. You can. I, soup this pod. is something you could pursue. Fuck. Maybe I should. No. I, I have to stop giving myself more homework and like yeah. do the things I'm actually fucking meant to be doing. That's true. <sighs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. I'm like, what am I meant to be doing? I don't know. So many things. So many little things that I'm like, oh, right. That thing and that thing. Love to not have a job. Love to have eight jobs. I yeah. <laughs> have a couple freelance things. Yeah, I feel like you're writing so much more. Picking back up. I, I love mean, it. am I? I? It. Oh yeah, I want to write that fucking piece, right? Yeah. Right. That and I have three freelance clients right now. LOL. <laughs> all of which I love, and I like feel, and I mean this in a positive way. I like cosmically have an axe to grind. <laughs> so I think career-wise, we mean? may be making some moves. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Um, okay, okay. All for the good. Yeah. All for the better. It's time to make some fucking moves, man. Yeah. Shake some shit up. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm that type of person that gets really bored if I'm stagnant for too long. Mm -hmm. So even if, like, a thing is going well, like, Mm career-wise, I'm like, what if I did something completely different? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's been interesting. Your skin looks so glowy right now. Oh, really? Yes. I mixed super goop glow screen with the NARS tinted moisturizer. Oh, cute. Yeah, they're like... It's like their OG tinted moisturizer, whatever it's called. I don't remember. Glow Screen is the only super good product that doesn't fuck with my eyes. That's so funny because it is fucking with my eyes. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but it never used to do that. And yeah. now it is. And I'm like, is it like, did it just like go stale? Like what, what's the deal? I don't know. It's, all, it's like the one that I don't want to wear though. Cause I don't want like all that yeah. glow. You know? That's why I cut it with a tinted moisturizer because it's a little too glowy. Also, it kind of pills a lot. With like I see that. on top of my moisturizer. I don't know what it is. Have you? I won't shut up about it. I'm sorry, but have you tried the Starface SPF? No. It's, it's like a clear yeah, goo. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's just like super goop. It's half the price and okay. it's less irritating. Interesting. By far. I don't really like the goop ones. I want like a moisturizing sunscreen. Like I want a sunscreen that's like a moist, has like moisturizing properties as well. But, and like a semi-matte kind of finish. I don't know. I don't know. I have like a wardrobe of sunscreens. Have you tried the Naturium one? No. I think you would like it. They should send it to me. It's, I'm surprised they didn't. I am also surprised. It's very, it feels like a moisturizer, mm. but it is glowy. That's okay. the only thing. Okay. I well, like it. I don't like it for me, but I do it. like it as a formula. My like go to complexion formula oh. or combo is a super goop matte screen. Okay. Put that on and then put the NARS tinted moisturizer over it mm. and it gives me like this perfectly like satiny eggshell finish oh, love. like semi-matte sure and i don't get shiny throughout the day really yeah because my forehead always gets really shiny oh same it's like right in between my eyebrows is where it gets like a fucking beacon it's like a lighthouse mm-hmm. on my face i'm sure i've yeah. asked this probably on the show have you tried the summer fridays spf no oh my god you it's love like it though i remember my favorite you formula. it's so it fucking mm. slaps it's so good I've turned on so many random men to sunscreen in the past like month alone, mm-hmm. which is like pretty impressive for me. It is. I've been kind of directing them to the Purito one. It's the, like the Purito unscented daily all around sunscreen. I fully do not know what you're talking it's about. It's the one that had like the scandal because it was oh. like, it's not really SPF 50. Yes. And then they like reformulate and they're like, yes, now it's SPF 50. Yeah, yeah. But like that was my favorite. Also, it's like when you're talking to people who've never used sunscreen before and like they don't like it and they mm-hmm. don't want to feel like stuff on their face, you're mm-hmm. like, just get one that feels like a moisturizer. Yep. Yeah. I low-key think that the best one, the best one in the industry, especially on the affordable tip, aside from... Starface is the Everyman Jack one. And oh, I've talked you've about mentioned it before. this, yeah. You get 
3.4 ounces of it. It's like $15. It is a white formula, but it's really lightweight and mm-hmm. it blends in without any white cast on my skin. Mm-hmm. And I think most skin tones, I, don't, I can't speak for all, right. but it is so good. If Tatcha made it, everyone would be shitting themselves. Ooh. Like it is that good and no one knows about it. Every man jack. It's and a speci- target. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And especially with like men who don't wear sunscreen, I'm always yeah. like, start here. Yeah. It's not a huge investment. You mm-hmm. get a lot of it. Cause like, I don't even, I don't want to fucking spend $40 on one ounce of anything, yeah. especially sunscreen. Does Hawthorne make a sunscreen? I don't think so. Cause they so. do skincare a bit. Yeah. They have like the best targeted ads. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they started targeting me with ads. I'm like, I know you. It's fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to advertise to me. Right. But like they're the hottest dudes that are just like, here's my shower routine. Oh, and it's like, I oh, know. you clearly know all these fucking models. Yeah. Of course you do. It's and like, like, I will watch it in its entirety because yep. I'm like, <laughs> it's all like UGC, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I think yeah. they're, I assume they're paid. I'm yeah. 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 No, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like user like created con. They, they go to content creators to make the content yep. obviously and it's like very well done and it seems like very like chill and natural but they're just like randomly very hot dudes i would do that for them in a heartbeat i'm probably too gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> they should have more gay dudes yeah these guys come off as very like gen z yep. uh, what's the word like like hypey like po- boys like post bro yes the post like the dewey dudes type yes. of bro yes who we which, love who we love and i'm like you would be mean to me or like you would definitely get my number and never text me Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah like those types of dudes but they're pretty they're pretty they also did this really cute thing they sent me hawthorne they sent me like a little box that had a scent a fine fragrance a candle mm-hmm. the third thing it was hand soap okay i think was it hand soap i don't know a third product a third mystery product and then they were like, scan this little QC code or Q, whatever, digital code. QR code. QR code, that's right. <laughs> and uh, fill out a Google form if you want to like gift anybody, like a Hawthorne gift for Christmas. It was really cute. Oh, fuck. They sent that to me too, but I like threw it out. Oh, shit. Well, I, so I, I like filled it out and I sent it to like a couple guy friends of mine. And then, then they like texted me. They're like, oh my God, this oh, is amazing. So sweet. And I'm like, I'm not in love with you. I just, this was free. Like, don't think I'd put any effort into this gift, please. <laughs> Did they send you the boxer briefs? No. They're so cute. Wait, do they do underwear? I'm thinking boy smells. No. I think boy that they do like only underwear for press. I don't oh. think they sell them. Yet, oh, okay. But I think so it's like merch, merch. They're really okay, cute. I don't wear cool. boxer briefs, but I gave them away. And they apparently they're very underwear. comfortable. Like skims for men. <laughs> skims should do skims for men, but yes, they yeah. should. I was on the skims website this week because I need new underwear and mm-hmm. everyone won't shut the fuck up about skims, mm-hmm. but all their fucking underwear, it's like, have your whole ass out. And I'm like, that's <laughs> not the point of the underwear. Jesus. <laughs> it is for them not for me <laughs> but yeah so if anyone knows any like nice underwear brands like, don't show your whole ass that'd be cool if we are crowdsourcing here mm-hmm. if anyone knows where i can get a precious gem reset for less than five thousand dollars i would love to know you should go to an independent jeweler maybe catbird they might be expensive though yeah and they're i don't i don't need that catbird energy in my life <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> Um, I would rather go to some like random mama pop shop in the Diamond District. Um, that too, you could do that. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just like I don't know where to fucking start. Literally, that entire block. Should we play our voice now? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Hi, Sable Diamond, longtime listener. I love the show so much. It definitely brightens me up on a rough day. I just love hearing you guys talk about sense, life, everything in between. It's so fun. Uh, one of my favorite perfumes in Nike, Scarlet Larkspur, 
It's part of the floral curiosities line, which is sadly discontinued. And I'm looking for similar perfumes that would have like a cherry and also floral note. So the perfume has top notes, claret wine, red currant, cherry, middle notes, scarlet larkspur, saffron. We love saffron. Base notes, tonka bean. Um, yeah, if you guys can think of anything that might have a similar build, uh, we really appreciate that. Or if maybe you know of some place that would sell a discontinued perfume aside from like eBay. Uh, thank you so much. Have an awesome day. See you later. That was so cute. Thank you that for that. That was really cute. Thanks, Amy. <laughs> Lucky for you, Cherry is trending right now. Yes. And you don't have to look far and like not to be, what is that? That's the perfume that she's oh, talking about. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Not to be like super obvious about it, but I mean, obviously you can start at Tom Ford Lost Cherry. They just released another two. Oh, dude, I want to smell them. I fucking don't. Um, I do. I just want to know. I just want to know. It's something electric cherry know. and cherry smoke. Smoke cherry. Cherry smoke. Yeah. Smoky so cherry. We are franchising Lost Cherry. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was the meme you sent me? Oh, I sent Sable a meme. that <laughs> Tom Ford. From Mean Girls. That was like, Tom Ford. I could feel them getting sick of me, but I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should post that. Like- so, yeah, you can start there. Not to be, again, really obvious, but... But I would check out Kaali Burning Cherry. Definitely. I would also check out Kaali uh, fucking Eden. Okay. Because that one. That the one, apple one? Yeah. When we talk about black currant and cherry yeah. and things like that, I mean, Eden is a really bright scent. It might not yeah. be exactly what you're looking for, but it is the vibe. There's also one, if we're going affordable, which we should, Zara has a cherry smoothie one that I have not smelled, but I would smell. Yes. Finally, this one I also have not smelled, but I want to. It is Room 1015, and the fragrance is called Cherry Punk. Um, Sorry, the name kind of sucks, but... uh, I don't hate it. It actually... It's a vibe. This actually might be closest to what you're looking for. Cherry, saffron, Sichuan pepper, mimosa, violet, jasmine, tonka, leather, and patchouli. So that sounds quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I would go. Sorry, just what ramble. came? No, no, that's great. What came to mind was Lolita Lampica Sweet. Mm. That's a sour cherry scent. Mm. It's like he- way more fruity floral okay. than gourmand. Do you have it? I do have it. Okay. Um... I mean, I agree with all the stuff you said. Love to be right. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to know when you haven't smelled a scent and you're just like, you're like reading the makeup of it, but you're like, huh? Exactly. I mean, those are all good places to start though, and that's what she came for, so. Sure. Thank you for the lovely voice note. We Thank always you. appreciate... <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus Christ. My new phone's coming this week. I don't care if I break this bitch. <laughs> Sable, what do you smell like today? Okay, so I smell like... I don't think I've talked about this particular fragrance before, but I have talked about this brand before a lot. I'm wearing Mate Premier. Oh God. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Parisian Musk. Okay. This is actually the first scent that I smelled from them. Okay. And I smelled it on a person and I was like, yo, what is that? And it was like super, super figgy. Yeah. And they're oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, it's Parisian Musk. And I was like, what? It is neither Parisian nor musky. But <laughs> the featured note is Ambrette, which I guess is where the musk comes from. But to me, it's just like a very juicy, bright fig. And I guess, like, on the dry down, there's a bit of musk. But, like, I just get, like, a lot of, like, kind of fuzzy fig. There's, like, a fluffiness to it that that makes it a little light, but it's just, like, a very bright, 
like I think of like a bright green pistachio color when I think of the smell mm. and it wears beautifully the projection is insane and like you just smell really good and then and everyone apparently around you is like you smell great like mm. I did but it's a very comforting it's like half comforting and half like bright and fresh if that makes sense but not in a laundry way yeah it's an interesting musk scent because it's it doesn't to me read as musk it reads as fig uh, to me on you it's like equally both you're right mm-hmm. it is like a bright juicy fig but to yeah. me it has like heavy powdery musk notes yeah um yeah it's like a f- like a, a texture the musk is like the texture not necessarily like it smells like a pillow fight it does Ooh, i like that yeah, it smells yeah, like a yeah. pillow fight well i feel like i get more okay musk copywriter out- <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. i feel like i get more musk out of it because i am not i don't gravitate toward musks mm. and you do and yeah, i feel yeah. like you like overdoses of musks where yes. i just appreciate them as accents but yeah i, I that is a really gorgeous scent. it's a gorgeous scent i love it like i think this would smell good on like anybody yeah yeah speaking of sorry bright green pistachio scent yeah. we should flag we should flag um that our predictions were true ds and durga is bringing pistachio back and I i'm very 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 knew excited it. About i it. knew it we did sort of know but we even, kind of did know yes even before we knew yeah we knew even before we knew we knew um so they just announced it this week i believe and it i mean it's part of their core collection yeah. now so it comes in both sizes i cannot wait i want to smell it and see if it's just like the original the studio juice that was i th- I didn't even think that until yeah. you said that i got here and sable mentioned like i wonder if it's the same formula yeah. i would assume that it is i would assume that it is but you never know you never know um, maybe they like tweaked it maybe they tweaked it because uh, which is uh, fine the point of the studio juices is you know maybe there's something in there that they can't manufacture yeah. all the time or it's mm-hmm. super expensive so they're doing a limited drop maybe the studio juice was just sort of like a road test to yeah. see if this would sell and clearly it did yeah. so i'm really happy sometimes part of me is like i wonder if it's just like you have a, a surplus of a of certain ingredients that you're mm-hmm. like we gotta get rid of this totally. so they just make a studio juice and it's like okay i'm so excited yeah i genuinely love that i'm pumped i think so. they're having an event for it in like a week or two nice so we shall see. Yeah. I also like bought the original ones. So mm-hmm. part of me is like, give me another one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure I s- I'm gonna. We're gonna sell so many fucking units of that with this podcast. So just give us another. One. Literally. <laughs> Tyne and what do you smell like today? So because I am a completely hypocritical bitch. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. Well, I was curious about it. Okay. I'm wearing the new Fleur fragrance, Tangerine Boy. The time has come. And I have a few things to say about it. I know. I know you do. Like, <laughs> oh, we'll get to. <laughs> like, I love that start. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to the fragrance in a second. But like, I don't, I don't hate the name. Yes, but you in, do. What's that? Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Um, it sounds like a slur that someone would call me in high yeah, school. It, it does, really does. It sounds like a bully. <laughs> I do think it is sort of a cute name, but in the context of the Fleur world, they rely on gender to do so yeah, much of the heavy do. lifting in they their do. brand. Yeah. With the Not Your Baby being yeah. like, we don't wear this for boys, but maybe we do, but we don't. But they like, love it anyway. But they love it anyway. Yeah, they do a lot of... It's a There's a lot of like gender work being done here, and I'm like... Yeah like stop stop and not that and i'm not saying that like i think tangerine boy in isolation is actually kind of cute mm-hmm. and playful but in the context of their collection yeah yeah, yeah. it's I like what you mean it's like again, again. <laughs> and in the product page they say this is unisex and not that tangerine boy means it's for men that's not what i'm saying do we I'm use like, unisex anymore y- right right like i don't is that know. does that 
again, I think in marketing copy at this point, you still need to, but I don't know. Um, like, for does the unisex and gender neutral mean the same thing? Do you think? Like, I know, I know they're meant to mean the same thing, but do they? That's a great question. Yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, in the 90s when, like, CK1 came out, yep. that was, like, the first unisex scent. Unisex feels dated in a way yes, that gender neutral is, like, exactly. starting to, but doesn't. Anyway. I guess, it, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's just, like, I don't know. The scent does not exist in a vacuum, and, and I have questions about Fleur's approach to gender anyway. Yeah. I, you told me that this fragrance smells like that <laughs> orange exfoliating soap like that's in, like, factories. The working man's. What's it called? Gojo. What is it? Gojo. 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 Yeah, yeah. Which really repelled me and made me afraid to wear the scent. I love a citrus scent, but it took me a while to come around to this. I sprayed it on, and I really like it. I think it's really interesting. It's like, it's like cold and hot at the same time. It smells like rain on a tin roof sounds. It's like, whoa. It's like effervescent but also spicy and like chili, but also searing. Uh, it, it feels like fizz, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like... It feels to me like if you've ever taken Airborne, like the tablets, yes. and then it fizzes the water and it makes it orange colored and orange flavored. Why are so many yeah. cold things orange I know, flavored? Gross. Like stop. Or it sort of like yeah. smells like getting a tattoo feels. Like Ooh. good and bad okay. at the same time. If you have smelled... Combe de Garçon Rouge before this is if you took that and made that a citrus I think that mm. is right along the same lines yeah I don't know that the build of this scent matters because it's if you don't get it yeah it's sort of everything yeah. that you would expect but if you like citrus and you like a spicy citrus that doesn't read like orange juice mm-hmm. I think you would like this I am a little curious because to me this smells almost identical to 2014's Nest Fragrances Paradise, which was based around blood orange. And I know that blood orange and tangerine are two different things, but that has been discontinued. And I do wonder if they just pulled that same formula and repackaged it. Can they do that? Yes. Yes, they can. That's true. If it's like by one fragrance house, they're allowed Mm -hmm. to do that because they own the scent. (gasps) Crazy. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that's what happened. Do not come for me, Fleur. And if you do, I don't care. But Fleur wouldn't even know technically it could just be the perfumer who's like let me go into the archive Fleur would probably know i think Mm. like you'd have to but they'd also see they'd also have like the sales Mm. they would know but anyway anyway i just get gojo so (laughs) i don't in a way that i like Mm. but i I also haven't worn it on my skin so oh (laughs) but i just like when i received it i just like sprayed it on a blotter Mm -hmm. and i was like oh there's the gojo there it is um so yeah yeah what are we talking about today okay so we (laughs) in our expertise because apparently we're fucking scent experts now according to everybody but us yeah literally we are doing our 2023 scent trend predictions Mm -hmm. aka ins and outs aka oh yeah no that's it end of aka um (laughs) but yeah that is what we are doing today and this is i mean we some of this will not be super new yeah, to like you it's stuff or the show, but you know, we are starting 2023 off with a bang and we're sort of distilling all of our thoughts for what's to come and what is over for an episode for the top of the year. And first, the first thing that came to mind, okay. and this is very much your idea and I'm just putting it up top okay. is personalization. 
Oh, yes. I think we are going yeah. to see a lot of types of, a lot of different types of personalization yep. coming in fragrance, whether that's like uh, enhancers or things mm-hmm. to layer, maybe not like a true personalized formula per every individual yet, but I think we're probably going to get there. And uh, some brands do that. Yes. But it's like you can add, you can choose from a select number of mm-hmm. notes mm-hmm. to create your own scent. Exactly. So it's like kind of bespoke. Mm hmm. It's like the Baskin Robbins of bespoke fragrances. Right, right. Also, the thing that like Bulgari did with the bonbon scents, with the enhancers and the fragrances, I think that is a way that Mm -hmm. this could come to life. I could see, we talk about um, sampler sets quite a bit, but I could see building or layering your own custom scent off of that. You know, also Kaali is a brand that is meant to be layered. Yeah. I personally like them alone, but. They're just, yeah, they're they're so strong on their own that I'm like, I don't know, man. Right, right. (laughs) I did not actually put this on the list, but this is, goes hand in hand with that and it just came to me. So I'm gonna blurt it out right now. AI. Yeah. I think we're going to be, maybe not this year, but down the line, see a lot of like AI coming into fragrances. Did you see the new technology by L'Oreal? They Which like one? just they just the, announced the eyebrow it. thing, the eyebrow thing yeah, and the yeah. lipstick thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lipstick is this apparatus yeah. that is driven by AI that helps differently able people apply lipstick. Like mm-hmm. if you have shaky hands, it'll right. stabilize lipstick. And the brow thing is just like a computer that puts on your brows or something. Yeah, I'm not quite sure, but I think that's going to be uh, brought into fragrance as well. Yeah. But see, like, the thing with the brow... I think the lipstick thing is genius. That's really fucking cool. I do, too. But the brow thing, I'm like... Does it... It it reminds me of that one Simpsons bit where Homer tries to become an inventor and he ends up... He he creates, like, a makeup gun. It's just, like, a sawed-off shotgun with, like, makeup (laughs) on it. (laughs) He, like, aims it at Marge and then she, like, bats it away when he fires and it gets on the wall and it's just like a clown face on the wall (laughs) but it's like that it's like i don't know if this eyebrow thing is gonna like it's just gonna be like give you like a a fucking opaque line (laughs) right right exactly no it looks like a makeup gun it does look like a makeup gun but it's like is that what we want well it's like a what do you call those not a 3d printer but like a printing gun yeah yeah, you see when people like silk screen jeans Mm -hmm, in one mm -hmm. pass it's like that for your face do we need that it's like how hard is it to put on your brow exactly i was like how is this easier than using a brow pencil these things are but the thing of it is like these things are not never developed but by people who wear makeup (sighs) you know it's just a stunt it is a stunt, but it's like, bro. Shout out to the lipstick thing, though. Shout out to the lipstick thing. Also, Selma Selma Blair's makeup beauty line is really cool because it's for differently abled people. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, I forget what the fuck it's called, but like all of the tools are shaped to like they're shaped ergonomically mm. to like help enhance like steadiness or just like the angle mm-hmm. of people because she has MS. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, my whole makeup routine changed when this happened, which of course it would. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. I think, oh, it's called Guide Beauty. Guide Beauty. Yeah. Okay. Like a guide. Well, I, I follow a couple differently abled people when, and they will often, not specifically with beauty, but just products in general, but often they are beauty products. They mm-hmm. will put something on their story and be like, y'all realize that like, if you are differently abled in any sort of way, you're not going to be able to open this. Yeah. And like, I think about that all the time mm-hmm. now, because it's like, luckily I have functional hands for the time being. And, you know. <laughs> shit is still obviously hard for me to open it so it's like yeah. what if i was not lucky enough the to, like, world doesn't cater to yeah because the world is inherently ableist right <laughs> so yikes yeah um, what's next i feel like this is very you 
what is next i have to sneeze and i'm like just fucking sneeze already or like go away sneeze i'm trying i believe in you <laughs> like it's just like gathering in my nose oh, I hate like that. you know when you drink a glass of water and the ice stays at the bottom and then it's like <laughs> it's like waiting to hit you in the face yes <laughs> it's like that <laughs> Okay, functional fragrances. Mm-hmm. I think that's the next trend that's gonna and it's been happening. It's been happening. Like the Nuco has been doing it for ages. Yeah, I think Nuco's the one I think of. Yeah, they're always and then now like Givadon with their mood science and that's more of like a proprietary thing that they're offering to their clients mm-hmm. and brands. <laughs> the being Frenchy line incorporates the mood science. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, do you want to really quickly give a rundown of what functional uh, fragrances are? We have an episode on that, which you should listen That's to. True. That's true. So, so functional fragrances are fragrances that include notes that are studied and researched to have neurological benefits. Yes. Like the ability to sleep better, to calm, to feel energized, or to focus. And so. anytime there's like anything like kind of like woo-woo-y, mm-hmm. I don't like, or even like adaptogens or like, the the herbs that help optimize your brain like i feel like they don't work on me yeah so like and i have all of the new coast functional fragrances mm-hmm. and i think they all smell lovely but i'm also just like i feel the same do you have the new one the blue one the water one yeah how is it it's great nice. it's it's love they're just lovely scents on their own to yeah. wear but at the same time part of me is like yes i'm sure that they incorporate all these ingredients that have these neurological benefits but at the same time like you're working against so much yeah. in my brain, my right. broken brain that it's like i don't know if it's enough for me sure <laughs> We're I, in an Addy shortage now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, worked on last year a line of functional fragrances that is going to drop this year, and it's from Wait. a brand that you would not expect. So it's yeah, and it's a very mainstream brand. So mm-hmm. no, in in doing that, I saw all of this research that consumers want functional benefits from yep. all of their products now. So you know now that that research is in the hands of the people making it i think we're going to be seeing it a lot more mm-hmm. from places like jivadon who have the science to back it up and places that don't yeah. <laughs> and they just say we're using orange and it will energize you yeah. so uh, well that's the thing they're like lavender is calming yeah and i'm like exactly yeah just so depending on what their legal team looks like yeah we're gonna see a lot of it yeah we'll see this is mine and it's sort of a obvious one but also i think we are going to be seeing the second coming mm-hmm. of celebrity fragrances oh for sure for we sure. had the celebrity fragrance boom in the 2000s and the 2010s and then it sort of fell off by 2015 ish 16 and the only girly who's really doing it right now and doing it one well and two successfully and those are two different things is ariana grande but yep. we, with the onslaught of these brand incubators that we have that can do a celebrity and influencer fragrance really quickly, mm-hmm. and also just with all of these new celebrity beauty and skincare brands, I think that fragrance is actually sort of a hole, and or a gap, or a white space, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, and it, it is going to be filled, rest assured. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, yeah, even I mean, the concept of celebrity, like who they choose mm-hmm. to make a fragrance, I think will broaden because there are some randos coming out right now well like okay i was just sent the sabrina carpenter fragrance oh were you which it looks like a two-faced palette yeah it, it does. looks like a chocolate a pink chocolate bar it sounds like something i like and i yeah. just don't care enough to call it in i mean you can smell it it's fine is it good? It, it's incredibly gourmand okay it is like baby's first gourmand gourmand wait where is it wait oh okay let me okay. oh wow yeah wow yeah it is gourmand yeah i mean yeah. This does smell like everything I like. Can I spray the box? Yeah. But I was just like, I think I know what this smells like, and I think I have it already, you know? You do. 
It smells like warm vanilla sugar. It does. Wow. Now that you said that, it smells exactly like warm vanilla exactly sugar. Like Holy warm shit. Vanilla sugar. And this is sort of why I was like, I don't want yeah. this. I have Wow. It. Wow. But yeah, it's so intensely gourmand, desserty that it, it reminds me of like 2000s, the early 2000s. But yeah, Serena Carpenter, who like to be is a big pop star. Okay, wait. For sure. Not to sound old as fuck. Okay. Who the fuck is Sabrina She's Carpenter? She's a pop star. Oh. A pop singer. I think she was the girl who was in like the, Ver- the Olivia Rodrigo love oh, triangle. Oh, the other woman. I think so. I is think she so. Email the, is she the emails I'll never send girl? Yes, yes, yes. I you do love that bop nonsense. That. I do okay. love that bop. It's a good bop. Okay, I trust you. Yeah. And this is made by... Scent Beauty. Beauty. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, she's a pretty big get for that. Well, yeah. okay, like they they have Dolly Parton, they have Cher, you know. true, yeah. But she is, I mean, yeah, to, in in everyone's yeah benefit, she is uh, a big get. Yeah, shout out to her. Shout um, out to her. But I it's like know. the Sabrina Carpenters or like the Haley Kyoko's doing yeah. their fragrances. Yeah, they're like not quite a list pop stars mm-hmm. but they're like they have a following of their yeah. own we'll see if muna comes out with a fragrance soon <laughs> more on that later with any with any look um yeah. but yeah i think uh, i think we'll be seeing more of that yeah. intenses continue yes everything is just gonna get intense what are okay you wrote parfums and i don't know what that means yes so okay, tell me um so intenses continued yes we've been seeing yes, a lot of everything's gonna cover for the last blanker. two years and we will continue to do so i think we'll we will also see fragrances coming out under the name like parfum and what i mean by that isn't everything already yes but i think technically the like formulation of a parfum parfum is a formulation we know that right so de parfum yes like there's your freshes there's toilettes and parfums right yeah um but is there a difference between eau de parfum and parfum no i don't think there is i don't think but I think we're going to be seeing the name Parfum utilized okay. a lot more because we're already seeing it with the new YSL Black Opium Parfum okay, and the new My Way Parfum. And the Parfum is how they are differentiating the formulas. And So it's a flanker that they're um, calling Parfum. Definitely Opium, yes. Yeah. And My Way. Okay. Yes. So it's just what a new, like, it's just, oh, wait, exact, exactly what's the difference. But they are. This is some trickery. They are different because the formulas are different, especially for black opium. Yeah. Because that has the overdose of vanilla. Right. My way, I didn't really dig into because I hate that. Fra- I, <laughs> I hate that fragrance, I respectfully. It. I don't love it. But. I know that they're like, Sydney Sweeney's our yeah. new girl. What is she not promoting? I. Um, girl, get the bag while you can. Exactly. But. While Euphoria is still wearing. <laughs> I think uh, from a marketing yeah and copy perspective we're going to be so saying weird. and it is a weird choice because like you said also, not everything like, already from a perform. consumer standpoint like who gives a shit well right but i think like it's just another way in okay because like you wrote that on the list and i was like what the hell does but you're right mean? like what's the difference but it, yeah. i mean it's no quince- coincidence they're like we're gonna that, confuse you to, right. into buying something new but, but it's the, not new but it's no coincidence coincidence that two of the big like sure. houses yeah, labels yeah. are doing parfums at the same time like ow. so you know i like to see more people doing this before I like think more critically about it. Parfum. What is parfum? Yeah. If they weren't like a YSL mm-hmm. in an Armani, Dior. I would not be. When Dior comes out, Sauvage Parfum. Literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> we um, shall see. I think we are going to be seeing more saffron. Saffron. Hella saffron. I keep hearing it called out more and more. I do too. In stuff. And like, I'm glad. I haven't seen as many places calling things oriental 
and in, yes. in favor they're more calling out the specific notes like saffron cinnamon like all the stuff that would be categorized as oriental they're mm-hmm. actually just like saying the notes which honestly makes way more fucking sense mm-hmm. and is not as like icky sounding and like communicates what the scent actually smells like better so hooray we're making progress i've been saying spicy yeah it's yeah, much yeah. more of an umbrella term yeah which we said two years ago dude it's just spice normalized spice <laughs> Um, also let's, vanilla let's move this i would like to move this one up into this one i don't know what gourmands okay yeah yeah yeah. we don't have to stay in order okay so like gourmands in general are having a heyday now huge a resurgence of gourmand thank god yeah vanilla specifically vanilla i feel like more people are doing big old vanillas well i feel like yeah vanilla was the gateway nostalgia drug. that's why yep and then i feel like in a previous trend forecast episode we were like nostalgia is going to be big and now it's coming back in vanilla mm-hmm. we were right again well i think it's <laughs> I, yeah i think vanilla was the gateway drug and I, now i think we're going to be seeing a lot more uh ways into gourmand yep. in a more interesting way i think as a great example is pistachio yep. coming back i could see like hazelnut i'm surprised hazelnut isn't having a bigger moment just with obsessions with nutella but yeah i think that we're gonna be seeing a lot of gourmands for the sake of gourmands and i couldn't be more excited i just have seen so many more so many more so many independent brands releasing like vanilla forward scents Mm -hmm. and they do that kind of cringy thing where they're like this isn't your regular vanilla. Like they kind of couch it that way where it's like, don't worry. It's not like that stupid vanilla. Now she's smart and hot. Yeah. You know, which I don't love. No, I don't like when people describe things by negatively comparing it to something else Mm -hmm. or negatively compare something else to it. But it's like, don't say what it's not. Just say what it is. Exactly. Exactly. So like, let's get over that hump. But clearly vanilla is striking a chord with people. So they're giving, that's what they're giving to us. Yeah. Which again, I don't hate. And I think it's cool to rediscover something that's familiar and redefine it in a new modern way. That's really cool. I love that. I love sweet for the sake of sweet. And yes, I think we talk about this all the time, but you know, vanilla is instinctual. Vanilla is homey. Vanilla is comforting. Many gourmands. We Mm -hmm. can say the exact same thing about. Yeah. And there's no shame in liking something sweet. Yeah. And wearing something sweet. I also think because I've had this theory for a while. There's no such thing as like cheap perfume anymore as a concept. Like there is like literally cheap perfume or affordable, inexpensive perfume. But like because there's just so many more varieties now and more accessible ways to get into fragrance that are like quote unquote sophisticated, the concept of like smelling cheap isn't a thing. And for the longest time, I feel like it was always like the super sweet, kind of like youthful, juvenile smelling things Uh that were considered cheap. And now that that's not a thing, they're like, oh, we can redefine this as luxury. So I'm like, oh, I see. So now that you're no longer worried about smelling like a cheap hooker, like mm-hmm. you can wear a Baccarat Rouge, you can right. wear a Killian uh, Love Don't Be Shy and like not feel like it's like quote unquote too much or like not classy because the concept of like classy perfume isn't as much of a thing anymore. I think on the the flip side of that too, we've seen more expensive luxury brands yeah. adopt true gourmands yeah. or at least hero them out in ways mm-hmm. that they were not anymore. So it's yeah. like, you could think I smell cheap, but I paid three fifty for this. Exactly. So who's the clown now? You know, well, it's like with the Tom Ford lost cherry exactly of it all, that. even like that Victor and Rolf good fortune which is like a very, to me, like a pretty intense gourmand. Okay. Even like the Mugler ones, I think are very sweet or mm-hmm. just like very gourmand. Mm-hmm. Wow. Anyway, that's my theory. 
You should write about that. I pitched it and it was turned down. So Who'd you pitch it to? Ooh, I think mood stuff will become more and that's like kind of touching onto personalization, mm-hmm. but the concept of like incorporating mood into scent and scent into mood is going to be a new way of like, it's, I hate this fucking term. It's like, you know, the concept of like intuitive eating, yeah, like intuitive scent. Okay. It's like, instead of going for like, this is the scent that describes me and represents me as a person. It's like, this is a scent I'm wearing according to my mood today. So people are going to start wearing scents according to their moods versus having one signature scent. So that's sort of the opposite of mood scents where when you are wearing a mood scent, you're wearing it to change your mood. Right. That goes inward, but yeah. this is going outward. Yeah. Like this is what my mood is. So yeah, I'm going to yeah, choose. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I guess you could also call it vibes. 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 Vibes will be in this year. <laughs> scent wardrobe. Scent wardrobes. Explain that to me. Same kind of concept of that. There's the concept of a signature scent is out. And I think people are just going to collect a shit ton of scents to wear according to how they feel that day or that moment or for that event or that occasion. Okay. So there's just going to be like, this is my work scent. This is my going out scent. This is my like cozy at home scent. This sure. is my like, you know, going to the grocery store and seeing uh, how many heads I can turn scent. Okay. Yeah. I already see that happening with people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I also unfortunately think couple scents is going to be a thing the whole like we both wear the same scent and share it and i say this because the plethora of couple content that's out there mm-hmm. the couple contenting mm-hmm. and i don't know why i wish there was like a clear cache for your algorithm things yeah. of the shit that gets served to me on tiktok and my like, instagram explore page but it's always these hot couples being hot together sure. and it just like looks like a sham to me also because it's like oh wait so you had this sweet spontaneous moment and just like knew to plant your camera there like okay yeah yeah, i really believe that right whatever when will it be my turn but (laughs) (laughs) but then i just see couples who dress well together or there's like the the thing the trope of like wearing outfits that my boyfriend chose for the week i'm like this will be extended to scent this will absolutely be extended to scent and they're gonna be like this is the scent we both wear and it smells so different i don't know I just like feel that happening. I equal parts love and hate that. Exactly. Uh, I know people who do share scents with their partners and mm-hmm. I think it is really cute. And it is. Keep a cute, it yourself. God. It, <laughs> it's a cute thing that makes them feel yeah. nice. And I yeah. like that for them. I don't. To me, scent is so personal. It is. And it, well, I get it be- for a couple of sense because and like probably the same reasons that you also think it's cute is that it's a bonding thing to do together. And I love that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just the performative nature of a lot of couples content that I find cringe. Yeah, those are two different things, though. They are. They are. You're totally right. Me being salty about performative content again. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then I thought about with me, I'm like, oh, would I like to do that? But then it's like, I have literally like 50,000 cents. I'm not going to share. But I would gladly give a cent to a partner. Yeah. Like, I want to smell like me. And more so, I want you to smell like you. Exactly. Yeah. You can obviously wear my shit if you want. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, like I wouldn't be like, this is our perfume that we both wear, so everybody knows it's us. Like, share shit if you want to. I think it's cute, shit, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Again, you're right. It's totally like the performative content is totally different than like the concept, but I do feel like because everyone's like, everything's gender neutral now, I'll be like, this is a scent that I share with my partner. Like, you could share the scent. With I do partner. think that is cool in practice. And maybe, yeah, like everything is gender neutral now. And seeing that actually work, seeing people adopt that and yeah. say, like, I think. It's boyfriend jeans now it's gonna be boyfriend perfume right but, but i think that like sharing 
I think what I'm trying to say is that I like it. I think sharing, <laughs> I don't do it, but sharing yeah. a fragrance with your partner without all of the like shit around yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah, without yeah. all the TikTok around it is really cute. Same. If you are into that. I also think not doing that is just as cool. Fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, know? like I'm like when I'm in a relationship, I'm very Mikasa Tsukasa. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. But at the same time, like I want you to be your own person, make your own choices. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. I think, no, as I'm talking about it now, I think what my beef was with with the performative nature of it. (laughs) I love love. I love when people are in love, genuinely. But I also think it's like, why do you have to make it my business? Please stop making it. This is going down a whole (laughs) other road, girl. We do talk about this quite a bit, though, amongst ourselves. Yes, we do. Post your partners if you want to. Yeah. Couldn't be me. I will never post a man. I can be on my third husband and you will never know. I could have five boyfriends right now and nobody would ever know. Have you seen that meme that's like, I'd rather eat a jean jacket than post a man on social? (laughs) Eat a jean jacket. That's huge too. Well, what's interesting is I was talking to a friend who has a long-term partner. They've been together for like six years Mm -hmm. and he never, they just never post each other Mm -hmm. on social media. Like, at all. Like, not even in, like, a soft launch way where there's, like, a mysterious disembodied hand somewhere. Like, no evidence of a partner whatsoever. And then he was like, it gets to a point with, like, meeting new people where I have to mention, like, oh, I have a partner. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's, like, a normal thing to say when Mm. someone's like, how was your weekend? You're like, oh, I did this with my partner. Like, that's so normal. But he's like, most people have the assumption that I don't have a partner. And then, like, I have to bring it up in, like, a non-cringe way just to be like, this is a boundary. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) That's fair. So I was like, that's a lot of work, man. Because just, you don't post your part. <laughs> I think like incessantly posting is like a choice. Yeah. But I think also like if it feels like if it's like more work not to post your partner to like get them out the frame or whatever, then it's like, oh God, who cares? I just, I don't know. And this sounds really stupid again. The, like I made a choice after my last relationship where I'm not going to follow anyone I'm dating. I don't want them to follow me. I don't want us to connect on social media. I want us to connect in real life Mm -hmm. because that's what matters. I don't want to fucking look at your stories or see if you looked at mine. And that's what feels healthy to me. Because like in the last relationship where like I was dating someone, we were following each other. And then when we broke up, it's like weird because I'm like, I don't know what the protocol is with social media. Like, do we like... I don't want to look at your stuff, but then I'm like checking to see if you looked at my stuff. And it's just like this neuroses that I'm like, I oh, hate yeah. this. I hate this oh, so yeah. much. Totally. I never want to have to deal with it again. Right. Like, ugh. Yeah. And it's also odd for us because our, most people's socials are separate from their jobs. Yeah. Whereas ours are like inherently intertwined. And oh, even yeah. if I, I'm not going to, but even if I was to completely make a life change and like go work for the Peace Corps. Yeah. <laughs> my social even if nothing it was not tied to my current job it would still all of that is still wrapped up in it you know and not Mm -hmm. to say that like affects what i post or whatever but like it sort of does you know it's true i do my best to keep all my personal shit off there you're very good at that i'm okay at that but what annoys me is i'm like casually dating and like one of them followed me on instagram so i like followed him back and then it just gets to the point where like you're not texting me you're just responding to my instagram stories that's not communication to me Mm -hmm. and then i'm like don't you do that you get 10 of these and then i'm fucking blowing you (laughs) off you get 10 of these where you don't text me and you write me shit in the dms and then you're blocked 
Like, you block. No, that's true. We're not doing this on Instagram fucking DMs. Dude, you gotta say that. Yeah, no, I will. But still, I'm just like, this is so weird. Just fucking call me or text me. Yeah. Don't fucking check up to see what I'm up to on Instagram, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. What am I? What do I fucking post even? Like, look at my face. Yeah, look at my soup. You know what I look like. <laughs> Yeah, social makes everything complicated. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't want to connect with people I'm dating on social. Yeah. Hit me up in real life. Fair. That's a, yeah. Wow, that that went down a path. We're keeping it in. Yeah, we're keeping it in. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? Scenting experiences slash proprietary spaces. This is a great idea, Sable. Yeah. So I, like, okay, we had an episode about this with a, what the fuck were they called? Yep. Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. But people who create hotel lobbies car dealerships they create proprietary scents for their spaces so you remember them or it's like the same way disney world pumps out the scent of like cotton candy Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. that's gonna be a thing i think on even more granular levels like retail stores clubs restaurants airports i think it's just every space is going to be scented every experience is going to be scented who oh it was joya Oh, we, mm. probably, we probably can't say this. Who they sent a really big hotel chain, right? Am I crazy? Yes, I forget which one though. Okay, same. Because yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not making that up, right? No, you're not making okay, that up. Cool. Yeah, maybe we can ask them about that when they come oh, on the show. Yeah, we can. Okay, great. Um, synthetics. Synthetics are going to be big, yes. but in like a way where they're called out, like our episode with Air A E I R. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. Like I think creative use of synthetics is Uh going to be a thing and maybe it's just like a marketing spin of like this is more sustainable (laughs) that's that's the thing that's going to be the thing i think we are the heyday of synthetics i think we are slowly getting away from synthetics being demonized as we as a culture move away from quote unquote clean beauty i think we have surprisingly not connected synthetics with sustainability and once we do it's over because Mm -hmm. it I mean, that is true, but it can also be like marketing's next gigantic thing is like, look at this like pure synthetic Mm roads, blah, 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 whatever. But that is going to pop off whenever the right marketing department figures out like, oh, we can actually hero this out in a way that benefits us. It like helps the earth or Mm -hmm. doesn't hurt it. They're already doing it. And yeah, yeah, but I mean, once like Armani gets a hold of it, it's over and it should be. Well, like, wait, I'm trying to think of who has been doing that. I don't know if the big, no, the big designer houses, no. like obviously they use synthetics yeah. because like they have to by volume to keep costs low, but they, but, do it quietly. but they do it quietly. And then like brands, well, like, okay, brands like Mattia Premier who focus on raw materials mm-hmm. and they hero that out. Like they still use some synthetics yeah. to bolster a scent, mm-hmm. but I was asking the perfumer about that, like what the difference in the experience of the product of a raw material versus a synthetic and yeah it's so varied just because it truly depends on like what raw material like how was it where was it collected from how was it extracted Mm -hmm. and then synthetics are always just kind of like a linear experience like Mm -hmm. you know what you're gonna get it's gonna be like this projection this type of scent it's not gonna change so i don't know i on the same tip i want people to get really kooky with synthetics yeah like, same. I, I want synthetics of course to replace things that we shouldn't be taking from the yeah. earth but i also want like a synthetic popcorn note i want a synthetic yeah. bubblegum note i want a synthetic flavors. rock candy note i like, think flavors will be incorporated in more sense because the gourmand resurgence is happening mm-hmm. so there's going to be like a popcorn 
cotton candy salted caramel salted caramel things like that like sure. yeah i want it to get weird gasoline gasoline you know it's not a gourmand <laughs> i know but like it, it is it yeah, can yeah be a synthetic like yeah <laughs> yeah so what do we think is out for 2023 i think skin scents are out finally mm. i think anything super quiet is out i think loud is in i think we out here we outside is in yeah and we want to smell like it yeah i'm with you on that i think there's still always going to be like a group of people who love skin scents. Oh, absolutely. And hooray for them. Yeah. You know, but I think like the movement of skin scents is gone. I feel like sense fragrance is like infiltrating pop culture in the way that like astrology has. Oh We're, my like, God. That's yeah. such a good way to put it. Yeah. That like people are like, oh, you're such a sauvage. Or, you know, like people mm-hmm. kind of like judge someone for like the mm-hmm. scents they wear yeah. or like certain scents that when they become canon, like Baccarat Rouge, it's like, oh, you're that person. Yeah. Like the way people put people into boxes with their horoscopes people Mm -hmm. will do that with scent i think yeah which is a little annoying but also like kind of funny it is kind of funny yeah (laughs) the memification of fragrance is what is going to be a thing yep yep yeah i think scented skincare is going to pop off i think skincare is going to get even more scented really yeah i don't i think there will always be unscented skincare but i think the ones that are scented like people are going to get a lot more i can see that maybe i think we're going to see a, a lot more or maybe not more because there already is so much but body in the body yes. category oh my god people yeah. don't people don't freak out about scented yeah, body yeah, products yeah. fine people do forget about scented face products True. fine yeah yeah i think we're going to see a lot more like literacy and fragrance and notes yep. in like consumer facing marketing to make it feel more scented more Dude, luxury like, every fragrance scent brand is doing body now is doing body like yep. everybody is which yeah boy smells Fleur. Aloria, Fleur. Fleur. Yeah. who else i don't know i mean they're but all like, they're, they're all, all going they're all it. going into it. hawthorne <laughs> they might have already been there but yeah i realized i said like i asked you like what was out then i said like two things are in <laughs> oh whatever it's fine Oops. um yeah i mean yeah i don't see us walking away from a ton in fragrance right mm-hmm. now i just i feel like yeah there's like it's more additive than it is subtractive mm-hmm. i i think i mean we've we obviously but like i think gender will still Mm -hmm. be out question mark fluidity yeah i also think that scent is a great way to play with the concept of gender yes by bucking expectations which is cool because it's again it's it's an experience it's not like a clear marker of anything so Mm -hmm. it's just like truly what your experience is with a scent matching whatever concept of visual gender you think yeah yeah. so that's cool hmm. oh you know we, we we didn't talk about morphe i know it has nothing to do but okay there's some big news in the beauty sphere uh-huh. this week it was announced that morphe is closing all of their brick and mortar retail stores and how many do they have i don't even I've know i've never passed by a morphe store so i don't think i've ever purchased a morphe product <laughs> i have and they're all very mid i know yeah, yeah i know of them of course yeah but yeah, people were acting like this was like a big like shockwave and they were also acting like Morphe was going out of business. And I'm like, no, they're they closing were? they're closing their brick and mortars. They are not going out of business, maybe parentheses yet. Maybe but, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about like they leaned too hard on the influencer mm-hmm. collaborations of it all mm-hmm. in that bubble pop to finally mm-hmm. which fine. But the whole thing is sort of interesting to me because Morphe does have a really strong presence in Alta, 
and a ton of gondola space and i'm like of course you would close your brick and mortars when you have yeah. like ulta means more accessibility for more people and they're not going to like sink all this money into renting spaces and malls yeah. It checks out to me. I don't think it's a good thing. Like it's obviously like it points to like disaster for the so, brand. So like Morphe was originally a D to C makeup brand, right? And then they popped off with like the the Jacqueline Hill, yes, whatever, yes, collabs and shit. But I don't know where their brick and mortars came into it. I didn't even know they had brick and mortars, mm-hmm. TBH. So the fact that they closed them, I'm like, huh? Yeah. This thing I didn't know existed is right. no longer existing. Okay. Right. <laughs> I might have like seen a headline on like business of fashion, but that's like all I've heard about it. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, if you're an Ulta and you're you have fine. a website, yeah. you're good, man. I think long in the long run, it's better for them because it's yeah. like more accessibility from a larger audience. You're not seeing all this money into your overhead for rent, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I, I don't think it's like as big of a what shockwave like, as people think it is. What if they're like, we're going to not do brick and mortars and we're going to release fragrance? <laughs> I could see them doing that. It's weird that they don't. Yeah. Like, they why probably don't they just, do like, we, Zarify their face? They probably do, and we don't know it. Yeah, they might. I've been to... I've, like, walked into a couple Zaras and, like, just to smell their shit. Mm-hmm. Some of it's pretty good, People actually. People like their scents. I, they like I have never smelled them, but I like I the totally bottles. Would. The shape of the bottles are kind of, like, a rounded square. It's, like, a very friendly shape. Mm-hmm. But I like them. They have fucking weird names, though. They do. Unusual wood. Okay. <laughs> How unusual? Yeah, I know exactly. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm glad that there's a lot more ins than outs. Yeah. It's more positive. I think people are really having fun with fragrance. I think it's making people feel good as it should. I think the barrier of entry is lowering. I think people feel welcome in the space or at least curious about it. I think, you know, it's popping off like it should. Yeah. What's funny is like, I don't really tell, like, come out out of the gate when I meet new people of like, oh, I have a podcast. Because that's, it's like secretly embarrassing to me. But like, totally. It'll come up or something because it'll be like, What did you do? And I'm like, Oh, I recorded audio or editing audio or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, What for? And I'm like, A podcast I do. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Anyway, and they're like, What's well, the podcast? Of course, that's like the natural question of like, What is your podcast about? And I'm like, It's about smells. And they're like, What? And I'm like, You heard me. It's about smells. It's called Smelly Later. We talk about smells. And then it's like always the same reaction of like, Huh. Yeah. I've like never heard of that before. I, I always get, Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, just trust you me. Know, like, know. and no, you don't have. They're like, oh, I'll go listen. I'm like, please don't. Don't. Like, yeah. this is for. It's not who, for you. <laughs> this, this is for who it's for. Exactly. But like, this ain't for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's very silly. You will not learn anything. You, you will might, learn a lot. You might learn something. I don't know. I'm making no promises legally. So <laughs> we ask nothing from you. Exactly. Give us five stars. Yeah, except for five stars. Yeah. But it's just funny to me that like as soon as they're like oh it smells and then they just really start going they're like i really love this smell or like mm-hmm. have you ever thought it was weird I like this smell like or like you ever notice when like you walk past like a laundry chute and like the smell of and then they start going on it so it's like yeah. everybody's thinking about smell mm-hmm. but they just like never think to talk about or it. they're not thinking about it but they're surrounded by it yes yeah you know? so once you like open up give them the floor yeah they're like oh yeah scent rules the world yeah. i'm like yeah man scent rules everything around me. i love smelling stuff yeah. i love to smell Anyway, throughout the year, we'll come up with more revelations of like what's in, what's trending. So this is a to be continued. Yeah. But those are of our experience, what we think we're going to see a lot more of or less of. Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll share a scent with someone this year. Like, maybe. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) 
I'm actually just happy to match people. I like to be a scent matchmaker. I like to match people with scents Me I love. Too. Yeah. Me like, too. That's my favorite thing. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. So you could hit up the Smelly Leader hotline and we will try and scent match you. We will. So you could also leave us five stars yeah. and a cute review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We love. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit up our website at smellylater.live. We have some cool merch on there, some apparel. Follow us on Instagram. We're at smellylater.mp3. I'm at Sabletooth Tigra. I'm at Tynan Buck. And until next time, we will smell, smell you later. later.